0: As teachers, one of the things we desire for our students is their willing attention. Yet so many things rival for our students' focus, our goal is to use the things about which they are interested to solidify truth and promote action. We maintain a commitment to teaching our students how to think critically, how to engage with challenging topics, and how to develop an informed opinion rooted in a historical biblical worldview. We want this podcast to be a resource for just those things. On the highway of ideas, weaving its way over the landscape of our culture, the Falcon Fast Lane is committed to not having the truth pass you by. Without further delay, let's merge into the topic of today.
1: We talk all the time about how this class has the opportunity, like an amazing opportunity to be an influence and an impact in the world. And the whole reason that we do the things we do and you know, will have character as we walk through lines and as we sit in class and as we even go to eat our lunch or sit in recess is because we're being missionaries every day. We sing a song and that's be a missionary every day and they clap along to it and everything. But every single day they're looking for different ways to do that. And this was just one of those experiences where they had the chance to be a missionary.
2: We'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Falcon Fast Lane. Really excited! It seems like we say that every episode. We're really excited about the content that we have for this one. But today, I'm really, really excited. Not only uh, do we have a phenomenal guest, but Miss Z, it's Friday. It is. It's
0: so nice. Is beautiful Friday. day. Always a beautiful day. I, you was know, when we it's going to
2: be my next question. Have mm-hmm. you been outside I yet have. today?
0: I took the kids outside. Fantastic.
2: We got sunny skies here in Michigan. Mm-hmm.
0: Temperature? What do you think? actually reasonable compared to what we've had high forties today i i think it's
2: low forties low forties
0: sunny and no wind so it's not even march yet i know
2: everything's melting yes it's fantastic
0: let's
2: see who do we have with us today
0: oh we have the lovely miss abby highfield our fourth grade teacher she's joining us today she uh, graduated from pensacola christian college and has now been teaching at this school
1: livingston christian for three years
2: Three years. Does it seem like three years?
1: No, it's crazy.
2: Like long? Does it seem longer or not that long? I
1: feel like it's a mixture of both. I feel like the days are long,
2: but the years are short. The years are short. (laughs) Well said. The years have actually added up because your teaching here was not your first introduction to Livingston Christian schools, was it, Mrs. Highfield? It was not. All right. So we know that you went to Pensacola Christian College. What we don't know, I know, but I want you to tell us, where did you go to high school?
1: I was homeschooled. You were
2: homeschooled. I was. So we happen to have a fairly organized homeschool athletic association here that, lo and behold, is on our athletic schedule. And I hear tell that you played for said association, known as Hatch. I (laughs) did. And uh, it always seems to be a competitive game whenever (laughs) LCS and Hatch uh, match up. Um, So... Give us just a real brief thumbnail history of those encounters when you were a player for Hatch against this nebulous organization called Livingston Christian Schools.
1: Uh, it was a long time ago. The first experience I had was walking into the Pinckney building and trying to figure out where the gym was. I was like, how do I get there? And you had to walk through like some classroom. And I mean, it was great. It was a fun time. Yeah. Good experience.
2: So you avoided the question, uh, Senator Highfield. <laughs> what were the outcome of those engagements?
1: Uh, usually we won.
2: Usually Hatch won. Yeah. And uh, just before we went on air, we were talking about some uh, people that you happen to remember who were on the LCS team. Some notable people would have been Who?
1: Uh, I, I played against Hannah Jarvey. Hannah and, Jarvie, Miss
2: Jarvie. Now she yeah. student taught with you this year, didn't she? She did. Did That's that ever right. come up in conversation that Mrs. Iveld No, beat?
0: actually. I'm kind of, well, maybe she blocked it from her memory.
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that would be kind of a painful memory. <laughs> getting schooled by some homeschoolers. <laughs> All right, so this is, uh, I'm going to share this with you. And so we've known each other long enough that I don't think this story is going to surprise you. And again, this is what makes our podcast so long is because... I always take a trip down memory lane like this. I was speaking for a retreat, and uh, on this particular... I spoke for 13 years for this group, and they gave an award to everybody. Like, they would find something to award you for. And my award award this year that I spoke... It was the first year I spoke, and my award was most likely to offend a homeschooler. (laughs) (laughs) So... I had no idea, number one, that, that over half of my audience were, were homeschoolers. Number two, I had no idea that what I said was offensive, all right? I, that shocks both of you two, I know. <laughs> so <clears throat> I had two families come up to me after my first uh, time that I spoke. And <laughs> one family had seven children, and the other family had eight children. All right, all biological.
1: Sounds about right.
2: Yeah. So I was interchangeably using two terms. One was homeschooler, and you're shaking your head and smiling like you know what. I, and what was the other one?
1: Homeschooled. Homeschooled.
2: <laughs> Did you know that there's a difference,
0: nope. Ms. Z? What's the difference? <laughs> okay,
2: so I'm gonna I'm gonna i gonna say the difference, right? How I was told, and you tell me if if I'm on point. So these fifteen people who were. Not in government run schools or private schools. All right. This is what they said. Pastor Chris, there's a big difference. Homeschoolers make culottes out of <laughs> curtains. That's what they told me. Homeschoolers make culottes out of curtains. All right. And they go, We are homeschooled. And in that sentence, I learned everything I needed to know about oh the homeschooling my community. Am I on point, Mrs. Highfield? Couldn't be a more perfect definition, honestly. <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah. So there definitely are. Learn something new. As as you as you look across the landscape, inevitably they fall into one of those two categories, don't they? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So yeah, most likely to offend a homeschooler uh, was my was my award. I think I actually still had. I should have brought that in uh, for that. But uh, yeah, it was a wonderful experience. Homeschooling, I'm guessing, was a wonderful experience for you. Uh, it was. No doubt a wonderful experience whooping up on Livingston Christian. (laughs) I mean, come on. And now you've come full circle because one of your responsibilities at Livingston Christian School now is not just teaching fourth grade, but what?
1: I'm the coach of the middle schoolers and assistant coach of the varsity team.
2: Because, I mean, given her history with LCS, they obviously need a little bit of help. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. (laughs) on <laughs> I'm, I'm <an> the athletic side
1: <laughs> i will say the times that we've played hatch since i have coached we have won our personal team so i'm so okay you know how that. the enemy works You yeah, he can yeah. give them the tools Z, what's
2: the common denominator here it's
0: obviously human <laughs> <I, too>.
2: obviously <laughs> the midas touch
3: <laughs> right.
2: which uh is a good segue into uh what we actually want to have you talk mm-hmm. about here today uh first of all uh how did you hear about lives a christian for an employment opportunity
1: so actually, I had been, um, I was just introduced into what grade I was going to be doing for my uh, internship at Pensacola. And they don't tell you until the day you get in for orientation, and they can switch it anytime. They're like, this is not a guarantee, but this is what we think we're going to have you do. And they told me that I was going to be the fifth grade teacher, Um I was gonna be in a fifth grade room and then I was gonna be in the fourth grade. And that very night, my now husband um, had called me up and he said, hey, you'll never guess. Um, you know, the teachers were talking just in staff meeting and they said that the fifth grade position was opening up. And I was like, oh, seriously? Because that's literally the the grade I got put into.
2: So your husband was already a teacher at LCS. Yeah, he okay. had been
1: there a year before that. Okay. So um, I was like, are you kidding me? You know, that's that's pretty cool. And I contacted them and it turned into a fourth grade position um, that they really wanted. Wanted to fill, and I was totally fine with that because I mean, I I like all kids, so it really doesn't matter too much to me. So it was just a god thing that it worked out like the very day that I heard that I was going to be in fifth grade, that there was a fifth grade position opening up. So it was pretty neat.
2: So my introduction to you as a teacher was uh, during an initial professional development that we had here. I'm a new teacher here this year. Rachel is returning, um, and she's returning as a teacher here. And uh, there was some discussion that was had uh, among some other participants in that day about um, the importance of getting through curriculum. Do you know where I'm going with this? Do you remember this? So. Mrs. Ifield, who I'm not getting the impression is kind of an in-your-face, you better listen to me, I need to be heard, (laughs) you know, uh, I am woman, hear me roar type of person. I don't get that impression at all. So I don't even know if you raised your hand, if anybody else heard. I heard this comment, though, and I heard it and wrote it down. And your comment was, and I quote, I did not get into teaching to go through curriculum. I got into teaching to influence students. And I was like, oh my gosh, I wrote it down. And Rachel, I, sh- I showed you, didn't I? Mm-hmm. I showed you that thing. So the next day, the next day I came and uh, I showed you my notes and I was like, hey, I don't even know if you remember saying this, but I wrote this down. <laughs> and it, I will never ever forget, because you know what? We have three teachers in this room, three teachers who are all on the same page with that. That is spot. On. I mean, Mrs. Z, we talk about this almost every episode, wanting to create in our students people who are going to be good citizens, people who are going to be critical thinkers, people who are going to be, and you know what never comes up in our conversation? People who are going to finish a curriculum, mm. right? We want them to be lifelong learners. And Mrs. Highfield, you guys, we could talk for hours about that, but- we're a little bit limited by time today. I want to talk to you specifically about something that I think that that encapsulates you want to influence uh, students and not necessarily get the curriculum. You guys as a fourth grade class had just finished something that was so cool. It was so cool that you guys did. And it, Instead of me just messing it up with my passion, why don't you walk us through what you guys just finished, and then we'll kind of we'll ask some questions about that? So give us a, the thirty thousand foot view. <laughs>
1: so um, my class had been we've been talking about sharing God's love, and actually it was kind of funny because we had most recently been talking about salt and light. And that very day you talked about it in chapel and they were like, Oh, Mrs. Highfield. We just talked about salt and light and he just talked about it again. And I was like, well, it's an important concept. Obviously God wants us to know it. But, um, because of that, they, um, a couple kids had sparked the idea of, um, having small businesses, but not just raising money just to raise money, but to raise money for a cause for um, people in need that um, might not otherwise have the ability to have the funds that we could have the opportunity to provide. So um, we had the chance to have seven or almost eight small businesses um, for a whole week and sell things to raise money
2: for others. So Man. Cool. So I came in Monday morning the day, the week that it was. So I teach first hour and I see all these booths set up in the gym, I'm like what the heck is going on? Like I don't go, I don't, I don't go to staff meetings because they happen after I leave. So I ask around, I'm like, what like what's all this for? And people were like saying the the elementary kids, they just said elementary kids didn't say fourth grade, but they said the elementary kids are are selling stuff. I'm like, that's super cool. Like is there a class trip that they're going on or something like that? So Ms. Z, do you know some of the stuff that they were selling? Because I know you kind of—I saw you down there a couple of times. Did you know anything that they were selling?
0: Well, unfortunately, the day that you had brought the kids around to talk about what they would be selling, I was not here. But I came in and saw all the little flyers they had made and posted them up on the uh, my bookshelf or whatever. And I, yeah, so my like favorite not,
2: one—cheesy not flyers? No, by they the were way. beautiful. I read yeah. every single one of those. Yeah. I'm
0: like, dang, like, yeah. And then it was. It was visually exciting when you walked into the gym and saw all of the booths with decorations and the kids are just excited and there's all this conversation. My favorite particular booth was the Roses. Yeah. You can go buy Roses, <laughs> it's so stinking sweet. Every day, brand new ones, ready to go. Yeah.
2: It was amazing. Mm-hmm. So we had a chance to talk individually to all the, all the different groups. Uh, so the student who kind of sparked this entire idea... I thought I was talking to Jeff Bezos, man, yes, like he, he's talking about how he started this and he's talking about really, he didn't know that he was saying this, but he's talking about product line. He's talking, of, he's talking about <laughs> margins. He's talking about labor force. Yeah. He's talking about marketing. And I'm like, how old are you? 10, <laughs> but it was all business and like, hmm. like not screwing around. Mm -hmm. And how did that all start? Do you remember how that all started? Like what sparked that vision in him?
1: Yeah. So um, I just remember the first time that I'd actually seen the... um Excitement of him and his own business kind of idea was when he was standing in the car line and he's like, Mrs. Highfield, I have a business. And I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna have to buy something. I'm like, oh no.
2: And he hands me a piece. No more Girl Scout cookies, <laughs> please. Seriously, I was like, oh no, what am I gonna
1: have to buy? But I was like, all right, what is it, buddy? And he's like, well, I have, I'm gonna make cups. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And he handed me a little hand like Inked out business card that said "Cup Time" by Sam Fry, and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of neat." And he said, "I'm gonna make you a cup," and I said, "Well, you know, I'll I'll pay for it." And he's like, "No, I want to make you a cup, Miss. I feel." He's like, "What do you want on it?" I said, "Go for it. Just whatever you think of." I said, "I'm a teacher, so you can think of teachery things. Just make me a cup." And then he brought me in his cup, and like the kids were kind of talking, and I was like, "What's going on, guys?" And he's, they're like, "Well." Sam's been telling us about why he's doing his business, and he would sell the cups for two dollars. He'd spend a dollar at the dollar store and then design them, and it would take him a long time, honestly. And then he would sell them for two dollars, and the other dollar that he would make, the money he was making, he was giving to his sponsor child. And I was like, "What? Okay, I thought he was just making cups for fun." So obviously, I was like, "Well, I'm not not gonna support this kid." Right. So I said, Sam. I need a cup order and he's like okay Mrs. Highfield what do you want on it and I said I drew out like this paper and I split it into fourths so I was like I'll just fill up the paper so I made eight cups and I was like I just made them for all the teachers because I was like what am I going to do with eight cups but I wanted to give him the money for it and he was just like ecstatic about it and he had like a little note card inside of it that said don't put this in the the dishwasher dishwasher," (sighs) because you know it was handmade with his little sharpies. he baked and everything and it was just like so selfless that I had actually um nominated him for the good Samaritan
2: award that month rightly so
1: and it was just like he was just so excited to help someone else like it was nothing like some of the other kids wanted to raise money after he did and they were kind of looking at ideas for themselves but never once did I see that him have a selfless bone in his body. It was a hundred percent like I'm doing this for a kid and he, that's what it was. There was yeah. no other reason he didn't keep any of the profits. It was a hundred percent going to this kid. And I thought that was so neat to see a fourth grader who yeah. had that. So
2: as we, and everybody will hear his kind of his story from his mouth here in a little bit. Uh, incredible. It started well, I don't want to take, I don't want to steal his thunder because it's loud thunder, but just in talking with him at Z, this little guy is so passionate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he wasn't he was passionate about raising money to help this cause.
0: And it's magnetizing because wow. the older kids, the juniors and seniors, were sharing in that excitement, telling other kids, go help them, go give them, go get, you know, buy those mugs. And they're putting pictures up on my wall, his flyers and advertisements. So he he sparked an interest in the entire school.
2: I have with me uh Samuel Fry and Stephen Paul. So, Samuel, I want to talk to you first because you were the one that came up with this whole idea. Tell me how you came up with the idea and kind of what you were thinking, you know, to come up with this idea.
3: Well, my mom always checks the mail and I found out that a sponsored child... Um, letter came in the mail for a boy named Shafi. And what I did was I asked my mom if I could support him. And she said, well, you would need to have $38 a month to support him every month. And so I came up with my own business and I call it cup time because we sell cups and soap.
2: Nice. I think I bought some of your soap. It's actually really good. Thanks. Do you guys have molds that you make the soap in? Yeah. Because it's pretty symmetrical. Like it's pretty square.
3: We have square and okay. rectangles.
2: I think I've gotten the rectangle ones yeah. and I, and several different colors, and I want to and I want to say that they have different smells too. Yeah. So what ministry was your sponsor child with?
3: Um my sponsor child with was with Compassion International.
2: Compassion International, very yeah. good. And what is your sponsor child's nickname?
3: His nickname is Innocent.
2: Innocent. I love that. And what country is he from again?
3: Africa Rwanda.
2: Okay, Rwanda in Africa. So you had this idea and you were already sponsoring a child, right, with your business, Cup Time, yes. where you made cups and soap. And then you thought that was kind of a good idea. So did you bring that idea to your teacher, Mrs. Highfield? Well, I told
3: her about my idea, and she said, I would like to buy a cup from you. And then I I asked the design, and she's like, just choose any. And then after I did that, uh, she's like, I would like to buy eight more cups.
2: (laughs) Eight cups? Mm Mm-hmm. Awesome. I see them up there on the shelf.
3: Yep. Well, that's the first one that I did for her.
2: First gen, huh? Yep. Alright. So she wanted to buy eight cups and you're like, hey, we might be onto something here. Yep. And then what happened?
3: Um, well, once I got it, like once she bought some, I started to like tell uh like the elementary and then they ate my brother helped advertise and he also told like the upstairs, stairs, the um like sixth and seventh graders yeah and it just went higher and higher until like everyone knew about my business
2: wow employers employees marketing products gen one gen two and you're giving back to the community so then how did every how did everybody get involved
3: this is how it. Yeah. This is how everyone got involved. All right. Mrs. Highfield said we're just gonna have one business week where people can do businesses. Okay. And then once it came close to that week, like the week before, yeah. She's saying that everybody like has to do a business. Yeah. So we all got partnered up. And I was love that stuff.
2: All right. So how did you? How did your? Because you guys both did you guys partner up?
3: Yeah, we part- partnered. So
2: listen, that's a lot of offerings. You had soap, oh. customized cups. And origami?
3: Well, in the cups, yeah.
2: In the origami was in the cups. We
3: had uh, origami flour in each cup.
2: Oh my goodness, that's but we awesome. We weren't
3: partners until we. Until, we yeah,
1: we weren't partners until okay. the actual business week.
2: I love it. I love a, it. I so, how much that, did oh. your guys' business, this your the products that you sold? How much did you guys raise? Do you know?
3: I do. Um, we made two hundred and I forgot the rest.
2: 200 and some change? Something else. I love that. I love that. Well, guys, listen, it's been awesome talking to you. Sam, thank you for having this idea. Steven, thanks for uh, taking it to the next level with the Origami and getting everybody involved. And we're going to have a chance to uh, talk with everybody, but thanks for your part that you guys played and the overall fundraising for all of the ministries that you guys helped support.
3: Before um, we close this, I would um, like to give thanks to my aunt, my cousin alice and my cousin Lacey, because without them and inspiring me this would have never happened
2: love that nobody and, gets to the top by themselves
3: um uh, i was gonna say something that i forgot yeah that happens a lot
2: it does happen a lot especially when you got a microphone in front of you yeah all right guys will you guys come back on the show again sometime yeah sure. all right thanks for thanks for uh talking with us today you're welcome Studio Z, I have two more uh, people from Mrs. Highfield's fourth grade class. I have Ava Seidel and John Hall. How are you guys doing today? Good. Are you guys glad that it's almost at the end of the day? Yes. And it's almost the weekend.
1: Awesome.
2: Listen, I've been talking to some of your classmates about this fantastic thing that you guys did, the businesses that you guys had, and all of the money that you raised. So, Ava, can you tell us... What were the products that you guys made for your business?
3: We sold necklaces, chocolate-covered strawberries, and cupcakes. Who
2: came up with those ideas, John?
3: I came up with the necklaces, and Ava came up with the chocolate strawberries and cupcakes.
2: All right. So with the necklaces, Ava, did you guys make those yourselves? Well,
3: me and John helped the first day, and then he did the rest of it.
2: Okay. And how about the chocolate strawberries? What a great idea for chocolate strawberries. Who made those? I did them. You did them? Did you use milk chocolate or dark chocolate?
3: Dark chocolate.
2: Dark chocolate. Because it's people feel better about eating dark chocolate because it's supposed to be healthy for you. Yeah. I wonder if you guys would have melted Snickers bars and dipped
3: oh, strawberries so
2: into Snickers bars. That
3: would be oh. kind of weird for me.
2: Yeah? Do mm-hmm. you not like peanuts? Hmm.
3: Sometimes I like Snickers, but I don't like Snickers.
2: You like them, but you don't like them. I don't know. I kind of think that would be cool on a straw. Maybe next time it we'll would, try that. But
3: there's nuts in it, and it's, I don't know. Oh,
2: uh, that's true. Them. Yeah, yeah. Like
3: maybe crush them up. Oh, uh, that's a good idea. That's good first thinking. Just you melt the chocolate, put yeah. them in there, and then sprinkle the nuts?
2: So, John, tell me what these necklaces looked like.
3: These necklaces looked like there was. We made them out of clay. We made a circle, and then we put a stamp on it. Let's say we just put Be Cool on it. Okay. And then we would stamp it and then we heat it up Ooh. and then we would paint it a little bit. That's the inside awesome. And then we put the necklace around it and strap it.
2: How would you heat it up?
3: With the oven. That is fantastic. Who came up with that idea? Me.
2: Like to do that, to use the clay? Are well, you, are you an artist?
3: Sister's kind. Oh. My sister's kind of an artist.
2: Well, you're an artist now, too, because you did that. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, necklaces, chocolate strawberries, and there was one other thing. What was the other thing? Cupcakes. Cupcakes. And
3: for the necklace, the first time we burnt them, yeah. but that made them look more pastel y.
2: Ooh. Uh-huh. Did they all we had sell? To paint away. Did they all sell? Yeah. Okay, so what kind of cupcakes did you guys have?
3: We did, I did triple chocolate. Cupcakes and then strawberry frosting and rainbow
2: sprinkles. What? Triple chocolate. So that's like chocolate on the inside, chocolate and then chocolate frosting. Strawberry frosting. Strawberry frosting. That's like death by chocolate. Do you like chocolate? Yes. You must. I love chocolate. I do. You do.
3: Mm-hmm. So how much of
2: your? Go ahead.
3: My favorite Superman though.
2: Superman? Yeah. Did yeah, you have I Superman did. Did. cupcakes? No. No. Maybe next time. Different. So
3: been this. The first time we sold the strawberries, they sold out very quickly. They
2: did? Uh So, when did you guys, when did you sell your products?
3: We sold the necklaces Monday through Wednesday, and the rest were strawberries and cupcakes together on each day.
2: Okay. And did you sell them before school, at lunch, after school? We
3: started when the high schoolers, and then we ended at the like our,
2: grape. your lunches yeah. when you because you guys eat lunch last right. Yes. yes. So tell me, I have two more questions. How much money did you guys raise? Just your team? Did you guys have a name for your team or your business?
3: Sugar factory.
2: Sugar factory. Does that mean you guys are both sweet? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. All right. So how much did the sugar factory raise? John, do you know how much the sugar factory raised? How much money? Nope. Nope. Even no. you?
3: No, we couldn't count.
2: You couldn't count? No. You sold that much? Did you guys have any necklaces left over? Yes. Did you have any cupcakes left over?
3: No. no. Any
2: strawberries left over?
3: No. no. Oh,
2: man. So tell me the money that you guys did raise. Who who received that money? Like, where did that money go? Love Inc. Love Inc. And do you guys know what Love Inc does? Yes. yes. John, what does Love Inc do? Do you know?
3: It supports families and needs and kids. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I love that you guys were able to help them help other people. So, really, what that means is that you guys were helping other people. Yep. That's fantastic. What was one thing that you guys learned having done this? What was one thing that you learned?
3: That helping people is really fun.
2: Love it. Helping people is really fun. John, what was one thing that you learned?
3: I don't really know.
2: How was it working with a girl?
3: Kind of crazy. It was
2: kind of crazy. It was good though, right? Kind of? Kind of. <laughs> Seems like you guys are a pretty good team if you didn't have any much stuff left over. Cupcakes we, or strawberries.
3: We did take breaks to go get snacks.
2: You yes. have to have snacks. You got to keep your energy up yeah. when you guys are selling stuff like that. That's really important. Yeah. Hey guys, thanks for not only being with us today, but thanks for all the work that you guys did to raise that money and to uh, help Love Love Inc. Will you guys come back on the show with us sometime? I
3: don't know. I don't know.
2: You don't know? What if I specifically invite you guys back? Will you guys come at that point? Yes. All right, great. Thanks for joining us back with the uh, Falcon Fastlane. I have yet another group of awesome fourth graders uh, with me now. This group is all guys and almost all Gs. (laughs) I have Grant... Graham, hi, and Skyler. How you guys, hi, guys. How are you guys doing today?
3: Good. good. We're doing are
2: good. you guys excited that it's at the end of the day today?
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I, I got a sleepover mm-hmm. after this. What?
2: Yeah, you got? That's fantastic.
3: Yeah, with Stephen Paul.
2: I love it, Stephen Paul. I've already talked mm-hmm. to him. He did a great job too. Mm-hmm. So we've been talking about the business week that you guys did, and yeah. I would love to hear, uh, Grant. Can you tell us <laughs> what your was it, do you guys call yourselves a group or a company? What did you guys call yourselves?
3: Just our group to, just our group to self was sweets, roses, and notes.
2: Sweets, roses, and notes. That was the name of your company or the group? Just, yeah.
3: Just the group when we, where we sell. Okay. So just the group. Yeah, All right. It's nice sweets, time.
2: roses, and?
3: Notes. Notes. notes.
2: notes. Okay. So Graham, this might be a silly question, but what did you guys sell?
3: We <laughs> sold notes oats in three sizes: is it small, medium, and large? Okay. We also sold chocolates and roses.
2: And roses?
3: Mm-hmm. The roses sell out quickly.
2: Did they really? Yes, they did. You did you guys have to, Skylar, did you guys have to buy the roses a couple different times?
3: Uh, no.
2: You just bought them well, once?
3: We well, our parents to, bought them. Oh, for, your parents yeah, bought them. And then so we, what, because
2: there's a lot of different color roses. What color roses did you guys sell?
3: We mostly, mo- um, I think on the last day we had, that was like the only time we actually had like different colored ones. Okay. But, that was Thursday. That oh, yeah. You
2: guys had different color ones? Yeah. But most of the time you guys sold red roses, did you? Yeah. 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 On yeah.
3: Thursday we had some white ones, ha- thanks to my mom.
2: Whoa. Shout out to Graham's mom because those white roses are beautiful. All right, whose idea was it to come up with the notes?
3: Um, um, my
2: Graham, that was your Graham's.
3: idea. Yeah, it's Graham's idea. Okay, and my mom also oh oh made them.
2: Okay, but I got a couple of your guys' notes because different people got them for me. It looked like maybe mm-hmm. you guys had written the notes. Did you guys write the notes? Oh, uh,
3: sometimes we like if they want us to, we do. But uh, we just. Yeah, most Word. of the time okay. they wrote it. Most of the time yeah. they did?
2: <laughs> Grant, what was your favorite thing that you guys sold?
3: Um, the chocolate bars. They were <laughs> chocolate um, Hershey's.
2: They were I chocolate Hershey's?
3: That. Yeah. Those Not were races. amazing.
2: Did yeah. you, Not so, so let's just talk, just, just us guys, okay? Just <laughs> us guys. Did you guys sample some of the chocolate?
3: No. No. <laughs> Well, Sky what? did buy a bar, but I didn't it. So, so Sky bought,
2: you I, bought a bar to eat.
3: Yeah, I couldn't resist just staring at a piece yeah. of chocolate Dude, like, yeah. for like we the whole time. Also had, How
2: ca- I, I would, I'm with you. I would not be able to last. Graham?
3: We also had a team drink. And most of the time we <sighs> drank hot cocoa from the hot cocoa stand when we were selling. Okay. That's amazing. So good.
2: Wow. So tell me, what ministry did you guys help support? Grant, what ministry did you guys help support? Of all the stuff that you guys sold, the money that you made, who who did that help?
3: Um, It helped mostly most of the families that need food and money to buy the food and clothes.
2: So who did you guys give that money to, though?
3: Love Inc. Love
2: Inc. And Grant, I understand that that was your idea. Was Was that your idea to give to Love Inc.?
3: yeah well normally but um also i also wanted to help give the money to also who the people who are in Kensington in
2: yeah oh, okay so what was it that gave you that idea that that you wanted to help people who had need like that
3: um normally just because um
2: good to help people that have yeah. needs yeah yeah uh-huh.
3: just normally people who just need clothes yeah money to buy clothes and food right so i just thought of that idea and also i thought of the idea to think to give the people money to also people in- who are living in the hotel rooms in yeah. kensington inn and-
2: yeah Mm-hmm. I think that's fantastic. So let me ask you this, guys. Uh, I know that you're in an awesome classroom, and I know that you guys have an awesome teacher. You would agree with that, wouldn't you? So you have an awesome teacher? Yeah,
3: definitely.
2: Definitely have an awesome I've teacher. I've
3: only been here for five weeks.
2: But still, you think it's <laughs> you? Still think Mrs. Highfield's a pretty awesome teacher, don't you? In five weeks?
3: Mm, I'm still debating.
2: You're still debating.
3: <laughs> that's so rude.
2: <laughs> wow. We might have to edit that part out, Graham.
3: Hey. Hey. That's a good idea.
2: <laughs> so. You guys, you guys study the Bible as part of class. Yes, so, yes. who models for us to help people who are in need? Grant, who models that for us? God is God does, awesome. and Sky, who who specifically models that for us?
3: Uh, Jesus.
2: Jesus, yeah. So Jesus, Jesus always tried to help those who were less fortunate right so if you guys are doing that same thing if you guys are trying to help people who are less fortunate who have need who does that mean that you guys are kind of acting like if you're doing this if you're doing the same thing that jesus did who are you guys acting like
3: We are acting like Christians. You're acting
2: like Christians. Which
3: actually, I am a Christian when I got baptized a few months ago.
2: I love that. I love that. So what you guys did by writing your notes, selling the chocolate and the roses, you guys helped raise money Mm -hmm. to give to people who had need because that's what Jesus did. Yep. No, I don't know. He might not have sold chocolate. (laughs) But doubt
3: they had chocolate then.
2: Not, they I might have. They, they didn't the have money. Reese's yeah. then. That's for sure. I don't
3: think sure. they had the money like the they dollar did, bill. Of I doubt
2: they They <laughs> definitely had money though. But that, I love that you guys did that. I love that you guys, as fourth graders, Sky, how old are you?
3: Uh, ten. You're ten, Almost Graham. Eleven.
2: I'm ten. You're ten. Ten. Grant, you're ten. As ten year old guys, you Grant, were already starting were to 10. act like Jesus Christ. I love that. Grant, I, love I thought that. you were eleven. Grant just acts, 11 he next acts like April he's 11 30th. sometimes. No, I'm not. Hey, listen, <laughs> I want to thank you guys. I want to thank you guys as an old guy, because I'm an old guy. I want to thank you guys as young men for wanting to be like Jesus and to help people like you guys are. Thanks so much for doing that. And thanks for modeling to other people around this school, Livingston Christian Schools, that we don't always have to think of ourselves. Sometimes we can think of other people. And I just want to thank you guys for doing that. Can you guys, can you guys make me a promise?
3: Yes. yes. Will you guys uh, sure. come back
2: on this show if I invite you and talk about some stuff with me? Sky, Definitely. would you do that? Sky, you would. Grant, would you do yeah. that?
3: Always. Always. Sure. Grant, would you? Yes. But you know
2: what? Next time, you guys have to bring uh, some Reese's peanut butter cups.
3: I don't like Reese's. Good. Okay. I
2: love them. We would hang out together. I
3: prefer Hershey bars.
2: You prefer Hershey's? Okay, so Hershey's you can bring Hershey's bars. and Reese's. You can eat the Hershey's and I'll eat the Reese's. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for Good being with us you. today. I hope you guys have an amazing weekend and thanks again for all the money that you helped raise to help people. Alright? Yep. See you guys yep. later. All right, welcome back to another uh, segment of the Falcon Fast Lane. I have two lovely young ladies with me now. I have Addison and Adrian. How are you guys today?
3: Good, good,
2: good. So listen, uh, I want to know what your business was that you guys did for the business week when you guys raised money.
3: Our business was the AA A Bakery.
2: The Double A Bakery. And I'm guessing the Double A stood for Adrian and Addison. <sighs> I'm not smart. Some, I'm not smart all the time. I'm smart sometimes. So I figured since both of your names start with A, that would be a great name. So it's the Double A Bakery. And uh, Addison, what did you guys bake at the Double A Bakery? Did you bake bread? No. Did you bake pizzas? No. What would you bake?
3: Cupcakes, brownies. What? Pretzels.
2: Cupcakes, brownies, and pretzels?
3: Chocolate-covered
2: pretzels. Stop it. I didn't even know that. I would have bought some if I'd have known you guys had chocolate-covered pretzels. So uh, what kind of cupcakes did you guys have?
3: Uh, Vanilla and chocolate.
2: Were they frosted? Mm -hmm. So for the vanilla cupcakes, what kind of frosting did you put on? Vanilla. You put vanilla on top of vanilla and then chocolate on top of chocolate? Whose idea was it to put chocolate on the pretzels? Because that's an amazing idea. Mine. That was your idea? So were they the long pretzel rods Mm -hmm. and you guys just kind of dipped them in? Yeah. All right. Whose house uh, did the... Pretzel or all the stuff. Whose house was it made at? Both. Both houses? How many do you think you guys sold?
3: All of them. All of
2: them. All of them? Mm-hmm. You guys had no leftovers? Mm-hmm. What? None. 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 All right. Now you guys just saw the guys that walked out of here. Yes. I asked them this question and I'm going to ask you guys Did you guys eat any? Of your own product.
3: Yes. Yes.
2: Nice. Is that why there was no leftovers? Because you guys ate the leftovers? No. No. Would you, like if you broke a pretzel, would you be like, ah, that's not going to sell. I'll just go ahead and eat that one? No. No, you're just like, hey, this looks good. I'm going to eat it. Did you guys pay for the stuff that you ate? Yes.
3: Yes. All
2: right. Well, that's different. That's different. So tell me, uh, of all the products you sold, how much was each one? So how much was a cupcake? A dollar. A dollar. And the vanilla and the chocolate cost the same. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, how about the brownies? I actually had one of the brownies. They were delicious. How much were the brownies? I think 50
3: cents. 50
2: cents? Did they have nuts? I can't remember. Do they have nuts in them? Mm-mm. No nuts. And how about the pretzels? How much did the pretzels sell for? Uh, 50
3: cents. Those sold for 50 cents too? Brownies and pretzels were 75
2: cents. Oh, they were 75 cents. Yeah. You got to account for inflation, right? Yeah. So what was the best seller?
3: The cookies.
2: The cookies were? Wait, you sold cookies too?
3: Yeah.
2: Cookies, brownies, cupcakes, and pretzels? Yes. Why didn't I know about the cookies? What kind of cookies did you guys make?
3: Miss Spellman's
2: uh, cookies. What? What was all in those?
3: Chocolate chips.
2: What? Those were the best sellers. Mhm. Also the pretzels. The pretzels were pretty good sellers too. Mhm. So if I ask you this, already, right, I'm sorry. Whose idea was it to do the pretzels? Because that's a great idea. Yeah. Have you had those before? Mm-mm. No. Was it? Was it chocolate? Chocolate. Or white chocolate?
3: Uh, They were dipped in chocolate, and they were drizzled with white chocolate.
2: Dipped and drizzled. You guys are, the Double A Bakery is amazing. So tell me who, the money that you guys earned, who did you guys, who were you able to give that to to help? Love Inc. You guys gave to Love Inc. Yes. And do you guys know what Love Inc. does?
3: Yes. What do they do? They give people. They buy stuff for other people and give them to them.
2: So just anybody or people who have need?
3: People in need.
2: All right. So let me ask you guys this. Who do you guys know from the Bible that kind of said that we should help take care of people who are in need? <laughs> who? Do you guys know? No. Was it Satan? No. No, definitely not him. Who else would have modeled that for us? Jesus. Jesus did. So do you guys know that by what you guys did, helping to raise money for loving, to help people who are in need, that you guys were acting like Jesus. That's awesome. Thanks for doing that, guys. So you guys raised a lot of money to help a lot of people. And... Um, that's pretty special because I don't know that there's a lot of people your guys' age that would do something like that. Hey, I've been asking this to everybody. Can you guys make me a promise? Yes. If we ha if we need you guys to come back on the show, will you guys promise to come back on the show? Yes. You promise? Yeah. I'm only getting one yes. Um maybe. I'll take a maybe. I'll take a maybe. Hey, you guys did great. Thanks for being with us today. You're welcome. Welcome back to another segment of the Falcon Fastlane. Lane. have uh, two new entrepreneurs sitting here with me. Let's uh, let's get some info from you. Right across the table from me we have, what's your name?
3: Dexter Crandall, De- age 10.
2: Dexter Crandall, age 10, grade 4. And to my right?
3: Jacob Ballister, age 10.
2: Age 10, grade 4.
3: I'm right. two weeks older than him, exactly.
2: Exactly two weeks older than him? Yeah. Nice. Uh, I also heard in our walking over here that uh, you guys have known each other for a while. Yeah. How long have you guys known each other? Two years. Two years? This year, three
3: of our knowing each other.
2: So, Dexter, you told me that uh, Jacob used used uh, a descriptor word in front of friend. You said that he was, what kind of friend to you?
3: My best friend. As soon as I came here, he reached out and we clicked. We were best friends at first sight.
2: That's awesome. Did you like put your fingerprints on his glasses or anything like that? No. Fingerprints on glasses are so annoying. Do you agree, Dex?
3: Yeah. Does it bother you? Yeah, when my mom tells me to clean them, yeah. Man,
2: (laughs) I can always see fingerprints on my glasses. So, guys, uh, you guys did a pretty cool thing a couple weeks ago here at Livingston Christian School. You guys were part of uh, kind of a business venture that uh, was just amazing. Uh, So I want to ask you guys a couple questions. Um, First of all, it seems like everybody had a company name of uh, their organization that they were selling products from. Dexter, what was your guys' company name?
3: We were No Bakers.
2: No Bakers? Yep. Yep. As in no-bake cookies? Mm-hmm. All right. And, uh, Jacob, what did you guys sell?
3: We sold no-bake cookies oh. for about 50 cents.
2: You did sell no-bake cookies?
3: Yeah. We raised the least amount of money, but our products sold the fastest. It's just because of our low price compared to everyone else's.
2: So if you guys sold your cookies for, say, like $100 a piece, you would have made more money than everybody because you sold more product?
3: No, because then no one would buy it for that much. <laughs> but if we sold it for one or one fifty, we yeah. would have sold at least as good as someone else.
2: All right. So, who came up with the idea for uh, the product, the no bake cookies? Jacob, was that your idea?
3: No, it was Dexter's. It
2: was Dexter's idea.
3: Yours truly.
2: So, tell me what was in these cookies.
3: There were peanut. There were peanuts, peanut butter, and dairy. So. W- our first four customers, only one of them could actually buy huh. because the other three were staying at the peanut-free table.
2: Oh no! Business
3: was slow at the start.
2: Sadness. You you definitely had me at peanut butter, though, man. That was did so. What else was in it? Was there oatmeal or anything in there? What was kind of yes, okay. oats. Okay, good. That kind of held everything together. Yeah, <sighs> that sounds delicious.
3: Otherwise, it would have you know, falling apart more than it already did. Right,
2: exactly. So, Jacob, tell me how many cookies you think you guys sold.
3: I don't know exactly. It's Dexter's question you should ask me. I should ask 74.
2: Dexter. You sold 74.
3: Because we kept 16 at my house.
2: Nice. So, Actually,
3: no, we did eat a few. So around uh, 68. You, you got to
2: you gotta taste test the product, right? Yeah, to we, make, did,
3: we had to make sure it was good. Yeah. So, you know, it of was course. only helping our customers. right.
2: Is that what you're going to say, Jacob? Like,
3: Yeah, pretty much.
2: Pretty much? So uh, did it pass your taste test? Oh, yeah. Oh,
3: oh, you oh, know it.
2: Yeah. So mm-hmm. whose house did you guys make the, the cookies at?
3: Dexter Crandall's. Dexter because Crandall's Because my house. mom had the recipe.
2: Gotcha. So who went out to get all the materials that you guys needed, all the ingredients?
3: My mom. We actually didn't have to pay anything for it. It was what? all her treat.
2: That was pretty awesome.
3: We We were going to pay, but we just said we had to. Yeah. We created this whole mathematical system with a ton of variables, and then all of it was for nothing. So it's, you know, my mom bought everything.
2: So So your variables were to, like, increase the cost of the cookie so that you still be able to make enough money?
3: And, yeah.
2: Awesome. You guys like math? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't mean
3: to brag, but we're the top two in the class.
2: Well, hey. I mean, that's not bragging, that's just stating a fact, right? Yeah. Somebody's gotta be number one and number two. You guys look like you're pretty good number ones and number twos.
3: I got a giant head born with that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, so tell me, uh what ministry did you guys help with your uh all the profits that you guys made? You
3: we uh we used our own sponsor t- children.
2: What? Do you guys each have a sponsor child?
3: Yes. His is Alexa. Mine is Eric.
2: Okay. Uh, Jacob, where does Alexa live? In Peru. In Peru. And where does Eric live?
3: Honduras. He uh, is 10 years old. He's two months older than me.
2: Okay. And how old is Alexa?
3: She right now is around nine.
2: Around nine. And uh, Dexter, how long have you had Eric as a sponsor child?
3: A few months now.
2: Okay. And is it through Compassion International? Yes, Compassion. Is Alexa through Compassion as well? Yes. All right. So all the money that you guys raised went towards kind of your monthly commitment that you guys have for for both of those. So did you guys write them a letter explaining what you guys were doing? No, not necessarily. But you guys are still able to help fund your responsibilities to them. That's amazing.
3: If only we could send extra money but
2: Yeah. Maybe next year. I think this might be something that you guys have set a kind of a precedent for, and I'm sure that other people are going to be doing this. Can you guys tell me, um, so as you guys are kind of making this money, like it would have been one thing if you guys were making money for like Madden 2021, you know, for a video game, but you guys (laughs) didn't do that. You guys raised this money to help Eric and Alexa. So who models that for us in the Bible? to think of others instead of ourselves sometimes.
3: Probably Jesus and God. Probably uh-huh. Jesus yeah. and God. Yeah. Jesus was the ultimate role model. Uh, All Christians should strive to be just like him.
2: For sure they should. Do you think everybody does?
3: I think most Christians do.
2: Most Christians do?
3: But not the majority of the world. Exactly. I agree.
2: Yeah. So that's why it's so important that you guys are helping out with people like Eric and Alexa, because then you can talk to them about Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Do you guys ever have an opportunity to talk to them online or by the phone, or is it mostly just written letters?
3: Just letters. Okay.
2: And Jacob, how how often do you have a chance to write Alexa? Uh,
3: not very much.
2: Not very much. Have you written her in the past though? Uh,
3: I think one time. Okay. Yeah.
2: And and do you have you written Eric about that number of times too? Maybe, yeah. Maybe we. Once.
3: I haven't had Eric too long. And mail is slow, considering we're 2,000 miles away.
2: Right. You know what they call regular mail, don't you? Snail mail. (laughs) Because it moves slow like a snail. Uh, I'm going to ask you guys this question, and I want each one of you to answer independently. And we'll let Dexter go first. Dexter, tell me one thing that you learned in doing this project.
3: I learned that, well, it sort of reminded me how good it feels to help people who need it and It also taught me how fun business is.
2: That's amazing. Yeah. Do you think that you might do business like later on after high school or college?
3: Yeah. We're planning on working together, Jacob and I, for businesses.
2: Partnerships are good as long as they work out. So, Jacob, what was one thing that you learned?
3: I learned that businesses is not as easy as most people think. Oh, yeah. And... That's pretty much all.
2: That's pretty much all. It's a lot of hard work, isn't it? I mean, those seventy-four cookies didn't put themselves together. They didn't mix the batter together, right? They didn't. No. They weren't uh, measured out and and put on the pan. To did, do you guys cool them? Do they go in the fridge to to get? No, no.
3: they air dry.
2: They air dry. And okay.
3: Pretty quickly too.
2: That's fantastic.
3: Oh, that's before they harden. They have to cool it for like two hours.
2: Okay, and then they get a little bit stiff, and then you can sell them. So they were hot sellers. Let me ask you this. Did you guys sell more of them in the mornings or in the afternoons?
3: We could only sell them at lunchtime.
2: Oh, you could only sell them at lunchtime? You so couldn't sell them I'll before school? i say
3: middle because, okay. yeah. Okay. You like them most.
2: And did you guys have enough product for the entire week?
3: <gasps> no. Sadly, on the second day, we sold out with the high schoolers and a ton of the elementary brought their money and they had a small letdown. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> including my two sisters they brought their money today and
2: too uh, late too late but that's good you guys had a product that was popular and people liked
3: oh yeah we had a few people that tried it in front that said they loved it
2: that's yeah fantastic
3: in fact some people came back for more the most cookies we sold at once was four
2: one person bought four cookies yeah <sighs> must have really liked them uh-huh. and i doubt they had a peanut allergy
3: <laughs> nope
2: all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for uh, being with us here today. Thanks for all the hard work that you guys did, Jacob. I love that you said that uh, you know, business is harder than it looks. So thank you guys for putting the work in to do that. And thanks also for helping Eric and Alexa. I know it's not just money that you guys give. I'm guessing that you guys pray for them as well, don't you? Yes. Fantastic. Yes. Welcome back to another segment of the Falcon Fastlane. I have yet two more new entrepreneurs with me here from the fourth grade class. Immediately to my right, can you introduce yourself to us?
3: I'm Jonah Keen.
2: Jonah Keen. And how old are you, Jonah? Ten. You're ten and in the fourth grade. Yep. And to your right, who do we have?
3: Mason Hammond and I'm nine.
2: Mason Hammond and you're nine and in the fourth grade. Yep. Listen, I've talked to a lot of your classmates. You guys did something that was super Cool. It was so cool that you guys did what you did with regard to the business. So everybody had a little micro business, right? And you guys were selling different products. Mason, can you tell me your company's name?
3: Wood designers.
2: You guys were wood designers. Yes. Now, Jonah, I'm not the smartest guy on the planet, but I'm going to guess that your product had something to do with wood.
3: A lot of it, yes.
2: All right. tell Tell us a little bit about what you guys sold.
3: Well, what we did is we took like... Sizes of slabs of wood and either burned them like with a wood burner and then painted them or just painted them
2: nice. So, what kind of designs of the products?
3: Well, since it was Valentine's Day, hearts, a cupid
2: perfect,
3: and then we also did like keychains with stuff on that, too.
2: okay. And Mason, did you guys, uh, did you guys cut these out yourselves or did you guys buy things that were already cut out? How did that work?
3: Um, I think. I don't know, but Jonah made them, but I think yeah. it's from his dad's yeah, my, scraps. Yeah, them, my dad My dad makes a lot of different things like tables and stuff. Oh, perfect. And he just happened to have a ton of leftovers.
2: So you guys cut out all these things yourself?
3: Yep. Well, pretty much.
2: That's fantastic. Um, do you know what kind of saw you used to do that with? Um. Was it a scroll saw? No. Was it a it jigsaw? W-
3: not, I'm not sure, but it's, I know it. it was, my dad's had it for a long time, but it works just as good.
2: That's fantastic.
3: Great. We, I, I know we used a table saw for some of
2: it. Okay. Okay. And then maybe a bandsaw to cut the arcs and stuff?
3: We actually didn't do that. We, we used sandpaper.
2: Oh, you sandpaper? Yeah, we
3: sanded, we sanded nice. it.
2: Mason, did you get involved in any of that, sanding it out?
3: A little mm-hmm. bit. Okay. We practice at the church chapel. Man, yep.
2: I love that. Okay, so tell me, you guys did some wood burning stuff on it, and tell me what kind of different colors you guys used.
3: Well, we used the LCS colors, and yeah. we used mostly <laughs> like white and uh, red for Valentine's and for some of the products. Some pink too. and silver and yeah. blue and red. Yeah.
2: All right. So, give me kind of the uh, the pricing structure of some of the stuff that you guys sold.
3: Well, we went out on what Wednesday yeah we sold out of everything on Wednesday and b- you guys
2: sold out on Wednesday too the last guys that I had sold out on Wednesday yeah. as well
3: and our product prices were keychains or one dollar okay and signs were three and bookends were five
2: So how large were your signs? well like our
3: our signs went from about, say five inches to maybe seven inches wow
2: and what was kind of what were some of the the writing or the lettering on the signs
3: lcs um and then like lcs love like we did lcs across the top and okay down gotcha um
2: was the there a sign that said um Mrs. Highfield is awesome? Nope. No. no, Nobody bought a sign that said Mrs. Highfield is awesome?
3: We didn't make one. We didn't one. make one. Ooh, maybe but, you guys should. Yeah, maybe and should. anyways, <laughs> the, the signs have magnet tape on the back of them, too. So you can. That's yeah.
2: awesome. So you can put them, like, on the refrigerator?
3: Yep. Yeah. Who thought of that?
2: Well, my, my.
3: Yeah. Like, my dad was talking about since he had made some signs before, yeah. but he had to hang them because he's like, well, the magnet tape wasn't strong enough. But I'm like, magnet tape. And my dad's like, what? I'm like, we should use that. That
2: is, what a great idea. That's awesome. So I asked the last guys, <clears throat> did you guys sell more of your products in the morning? Did, were, first of all, were you guys able to sell before school? Because I know there were some booths that were open. Um, or did you sell at lunch? Or did you sell after school? When did you guys sell?
3: In sell the morning, we did hot, hot chocolate, chocolate. But Ooh. that was it. The rest was at like lunch. Yeah, lunch it, was, it was like the entire like high school and then everybody else.
2: So when you guys sold the hot chocolate in the morning, was that like the whole class took turns doing that? Or was that like your guys' company too?
3: Well, yeah, the whole class yeah, took turns. But we we were, well, Mason left for a hockey game on th- Wednesday or I Thursday. I think it was Thursday. Yeah, so he, he wasn't there out. for, yeah. He wasn't there for Thursday and Friday when gotcha. I was running the hot chocolate stand.
2: Okay. So, so you had to do that on your own?
3: Yeah, but there was like... Few other girls there that helped. Man. The hot chocolate stand, all the money we made total would split up into all of our businesses. All your businesses? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it was actually quite successful.
2: I'll bet. Yeah, I know. Because there's always, when I came into school, there's always a lot of people that were there getting the hot chocolate. I heard it was really good.
3: And we ran actually, out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what Mrs. Highfield was saying. She had to go out six different times to get cups because you guys kept selling so many. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Mason, tell us what ministry you guys helped to support with your business.
3: So we helped a ministry called the Homeless Ministry at the NAS, which gives stuff to homeless people in need, like jackets and 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 coats and soap and stuff.
2: That's great. Do you guys know how much money your business raised?
3: Not Uh, not exactly. Not exactly. Jonah can give an estimate. Well, Um, I can't give it an exact, but... We made quite a bit. Yeah. She hasn't given a, She hasn't given our business exactly the money we okay. made yet.
2: Yeah. Do you guys know how much money everybody raised?
3: It was, it was over like like, it was like one thousand two hundred or something. One thousand four hundred, two hundred, some. Yeah. yeah. One thousand four hundred. One hundred. Twenty.
2: Sixty something, I think. Yeah. yeah. I think.
3: Some, that is, I know we made over a $1,000. thats is
2: yeah. mind-blowing. I
3: know.
2: That you guys, a 9-year-old and a 10-year-old, were part of raising this money. I want to ask you guys this question. So as you guys uh, look through the Bible, and I know you guys study Bible in, in Mrs. Highfield's class. Of course, when I got to know you guys, it was through chapels, and we, we study the Bible in chapel too. As you guys look in the Bible or what you guys know about the Bible, who modeled kind of helping people who couldn't help themselves? Who, did, who, who kind of modeled that for us? Jesus. Jesus did? So what were some examples of Jesus helping people that really couldn't help themselves?
3: Um, he died on the cross for all of our sins. And he performed many, many, many miracles. Many,
2: many miracles, yeah, like healing people. Uh, who were sick, blind, healing blind leprosy. Blind
3: could
2: see, lame can walk. Blind could see, lame could walk. But Mason came in with the big dog. He died on the cross for us, and that's because we couldn't do that by ourselves, right? Yeah. So you guys modeled that. Have you guys ever heard this saying that people, Christians, uh, need to be the hands and feet of Jesus? Have you guys ever heard that before? Yes. yes. That's exactly what you guys were. And I'm glad that you have all of your hands still, even though you're using the table saw, because you could cut your fingers off, couldn't you? Yes. Yeah. So you see the you see these three fingers right here. Yeah. I ran these three fingers through a table saw once, and almost cut my fingers off. Really? Yeah, because I wasn't being safe. It sounds like you guys were safe.
3: Yeah. Yes. Sounds we like Mister
2: Mister Keen was a safety officer for this company, right?
3: Yes, pretty yes. much. And he
2: made sure that you guys did it good. Would you guys do this again?
3: Yes, yes, you we would? definitely for would. Sure.
2: What was one thing you guys learned uh, from the business aspect of this company?
3: Um. That. It's important to help people, and sometimes it means working to do it. Nice. Yeah, it's important to help people in need, like, that they can't do anything about it, and then you just help them. It's good. Yeah.
2: Yes. I love that. I love that, that you guys are your age and you're already learning that, and you guys are setting an example for so many other people, too. Would you guys definitely do this again, you said? Yes. Yes,
3: definitely.
2: That's fantastic. All right, guys, thanks so much. I appreciate you being with us here today on the Falcon Fastlane. Welcome back from uh, yet another break. I have two lovely entrepreneurs with me. Man, we've had a lot of entrepreneurs here from the fourth grade. This is a pretty special class. Tell me, ladies, what your names are. Well, will start with you.
3: My name is Briella. And my name is Madeline.
2: Madeline and Briella. And I have just been given permission to refer to them as Maddie and Rell. Right. Yeah. Excellent. All right, ladies, uh, who would like to tell me what your company name was for this project that you guys worked on a couple weeks ago?
3: Well, it was called Sweets for My Sweetie.
2: Sweets for My Sweetie. Yeah. I like that. (laughs) All right. So, uh, Ral, tell me, what did you guys sell from Sweets for My Sweetie?
3: We sold sugar cookies with white chocolate on them. Drizzled? yeah drizzled and then brownies what yeah
2: what did you sell more of the white chocolate drizzled sugar cookies which were amazing by the way i had one <laughs> or the brownies
3: I the brownies th- yeah what yeah the, no the cookies weren't exactly planned no. are yeah. you kidding yeah
2: i i actually like the cookies better than the brownies <laughs> really yeah <laughs> So what did you guys make more of? Did you make more brownies than you did cookies? We
3: made a lot more cookies. You made a lot uh, more cookies? Me yeah. and my mom made the cookies, and we made, like, a lot.
2: All right. So let's put a number on a lot, like 10, 12.
3: <laughs> no, not a 30. A thousand.
2: 30? <gasps> so just <laughs> under three dozen? Probably. Yeah. So three dozen would be 36. So just under three dozen. And you didn't, you had leftovers? Yeah, I would have totally bought them. They were delicious. Why didn't you? Call them? I didn't. I didn't even know that you guys had leftovers. I just <laughs> thought that you guys had sold them all. Okay, so tell me, uh, how many? Uh, excuse me. How much did you guys sell the amazing white chocolate drizzled sugar cookies for? Uh,
3: we sold them for one $1.50? dollar
2: fifty, $1. Yeah. and yes. about how big were they?
3: They were probably like. Yeah, probably, yeah. like that like, big.
2: Like a small pancake, silver dollar-sized pancake? Yeah. All right. And uh, Maddie, tell me how much you guys sold the brownies for.
3: We sold the brownies for $2, but you got two brownies.
2: Ooh, so you could buy, could you buy one brownie for $1? No. You guys had them packaged in a bag? No. You just had them s- separate, but... And paper towel. Oh, okay. So that Mm -hmm. was a package deal. Yeah. So they were kind of Corona-proof. Yeah. In the paper towel. Perfect. (laughs) Uh, Did you make the brownies then? Yeah. Okay. So I need to know, was it a special recipe?
3: No, it was just boxed brownies.
2: It didn't matter. Like, those bad boys were still good. (laughs) How about the sugar cookies? Was this, like, a favorite Uh, uh, family, secret family recipe?
3: No. uh, We have... We just bought sugar cookie mix.
0: You
2: can't go wrong. And
3: then uh, I made a special uh, recipe.
2: For the white chocolate sauce?
3: The white chocolate, yeah. <gasps> All I did was melt them and <laughs> put food coloring on it.
2: Hey Amen. <laughs> You still got creative with it. It was fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. So $1.50 for the cookies, $2 for the brownies, and they were, and you sold them in bundles of two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you guys know how much money Sweets for My Sweetie made?
3: Uh, We made $122. What? Yeah.
2: Just your company.
3: Yeah, in just two days.
2: You guys sold out in two days? Yeah. What did you do for the rest of the days?
3: Uh, uh, sold hot chocolate.
2: Like go on vacation?
3: <laughs> no. You're like,
2: we're gonna retire. We just <laughs> sold all of our stock.
3: No, uh, we actually uh, sold hot chocolate in the coffee. Okay. And then colored and did some work. Wow. Yeah.
2: So were you guys planning on selling your cookies and brownies for all five days and just kind of? Uh,
3: yeah, Miss. Hy- our teacher said that because we have a lot of businesses, we're not going to all be able to sell them on the same day.
2: I gotcha. But you guys made quite a splash, 121 $122, $121. $122. That's amazing. So the purpose of this whole project was to raise money for different ministries, right? Yeah. What ministry did Sweets for My Sweetie we raise money for? Raised
3: money for? <laughs> for my sponsor child, Nalamisha Sithumini, and she's um, somewhere in Africa.
2: Okay. Can you tell me her name again? Nalamisha Sithumini. Nalamisha. I think she's the only Nalamisha that I know. <laughs> Rel, do you know any Nalameshas besides Maddie's sponsor child? No, it's the only one. How, <laughs> how old is your sponsor child?
3: Her birthday is actually my birthday. No way! So she's ten.
2: So you guys are the same age.
3: Yeah, I love
2: it. And is that through compassion? Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. And so one sponsor child, every, uh, she received all of the or will receive all of the proceeds from that. Yeah. Can you tell me what some of the money goes towards for her?
3: It all goes towards her food and her school and her family.
2: Wow. Do you guys ever think, like, we have food, we have water when we turn on the faucets. Like, it's been super cold here, but it's, it's beautiful today. Yeah. But, like, we have heat. Like, she maybe doesn't have all that stuff without you guys. Yeah. So that's pretty special that you guys are helping literally take care of her, right? Yeah. Do you know mm-hmm. how you got... Um, How you were made aware of her?
3: Um, My mom and dad got her for my Christmas present.
2: What an awesome Christmas present. (laughs) I love that.
3: All of us, all of my kids and my family got sponsored children.
2: I love, what a great gift. Yeah. That's fantastic. Rel, can you tell me what was one thing that you learned through doing this business project?
3: I learned that. You can do things and be happy about it, even though it's not for you.
2: I love it. So you do it. you can do things for other people and still be happy about it. Yeah, what a great thing. What was uh, one surprise that you found Maddie in doing all of this?
3: that how much money we made?
2: Oh <laughs> you were surprised by that, huh? Yeah, man, that is a lot of money, and you guys were uh, you guys were pretty uh, pretty spot on with the whole. Sweets for My Sweetie. Who came up with the name for the company? Uh, I did. You did? Yeah. I mean, sweets, right? So sweet cookies. <laughs> you got to go with sweets.
3: Yeah. We were going to do B's and M
2: sweets. You were going to? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think the, I think the Sweets for My Sweetie was a pretty good compromise for yep. that.
3: Yep. Let
2: me ask you this question. Would you guys do it again?
3: Uh, yeah. You yes. definitely <laughs> would definitely Definitely.
2: <laughs> okay. I have two kind of questions since it's just us. Okay. Did you guys sample your own product?
3: Yeah, definitely. Definitely,
2: I totally would have, too.
3: My whole family had the leftovers.
2: They did? Yes. Did they like it? They're like, hey, this is pretty good. Love it. All right, here's my final question for you guys. We got to kind of keep this on the DL. What do you guys think about Mrs. Highfield as a teacher?
3: She's super fun. She's awesome.
2: Super fun and awesome? Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you something?
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Everybody that I've talked to today has said the same thing. <laughs> I kind of feel like I want to go back into the fourth grade so that I could have Mrs. Highfield as my teacher. <laughs> she sounds like she's pretty sweet, man. She is. Pretty she is. sweet. So, of all that you guys did, because I know that you guys study the Bible, mm-hmm. I know you guys from chapel. So, we kind of talk about the Bible in chapel. Who do you think in the Bible would have modeled what you guys did? About, well, you said doing things for other people. Who would have modeled doing things for other people?
3: Jesus. I think
2: I think that's a pretty good. He probably did that mm-hmm. quite a bit, right?
3: Yeah.
2: And he helped out people, people who needed help that couldn't do things for themselves, like people who were blind. What did you? Mm-hmm. What did he do to blind people?
3: Uh, made them unblind.
2: <laughs> made, made them unblind. <laughs> they could totally see, right? <laughs> what about the people who couldn't walk, like people who were lame?
3: He healed them.
2: He healed them. So if a a person can't walk and they're healed, what do they do afterwards?
3: Walk. (laughs) They walk.
2: Isn't that cool? I love that we're in a place where we get to learn about stuff like that. Isn't that really cool? Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you guys got to experience raising money and not just for yourself, but you guys were able to give that money away to help somebody who literally, without your help, probably wouldn't know where their next meal was going to come from. Yeah. So I think that's pretty special. Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty special. What words of wisdom would you guys give for another business owner? Since you guys are business owners. Be happy. Be happy?
3: Yeah.
2: Rob, what would you say?
3: Mm. Try and do things with kindness.
2: <sighs> Those are two pretty spectacular words of wisdom there. Be happy and do things with kindness. Hey, can I get you guys to make me a promise?
3: Yeah.
2: Would you guys come back on the show? Awesome. All right. Well, we're definitely going to have you guys come back on the show. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks for your time today, for all the money that you guys helped raise, Mm -hmm. and uh, for all the uh, words of wisdom that you're dropping on the business community. Mm -hmm. Are you guys happy it's Friday? Yeah.
3: Yes. Yes.
2: All right. Well, you guys have a great weekend, okay?
3: (laughs) You too.
1: every day like when there would be a small like lull of where no one was coming cuz they already spent all their money cuz they would come in by the the dozens yeah. to get this stuff and the kids might get a little like they would get a little discouraged when it had been 10 minutes and no one had come to their booth but i would see individuals that would see that and then i saw them go up to their booths and spend like like a couple minutes. It wasn't just like, Hey, give me your stuff and let's go. It was like, Hey, how's it going? What it like, tell me about what you did. And so these are older students yeah, that you had, seen. like same. juniors and seniors that were That's going incredible. out of their way to have conversations and encourage them and tell them how cool it was. Yeah. And those same people would come back every single day. It was wow. amazing.
2: That's fantastic. So cool. I just remember that week every morning when we would get ready to go, you know, our son would be like, I got to take some money hmm. and Mrs. Maven would be like, "Okay, I got I stopped and got money on the way home yesterday. So I go back. And every day I I think we have four of those cups. <laughs> I loved getting the cups, man. You want to know why? Cuz I would always come home with a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup in it. <laughs> oh. And they one of the one of the groups were selling notes. I got oh, yeah. three or four notes mm. handwritten they're on my refrigerator they're not even my kids and they're on my refrigerator right now because it just represented something that was so cool so not only entrepreneurial which we actually heard (laughs) we heard in staff meeting today (laughs) that your class is going to be providing retirement information for mr nast yeah So I can't, I can't wait to hear the outcome of that. So, you know what, after talking with these groups of kids today, I I think I would take retirement advice from, from these guys. So it was really interesting because uh, as I was interviewing uh, the different teams, I was trying to bring them back around to who modeled this for us in the Bible. And none of them were at a loss of words for that. So as a teacher, how are you swinging that back around to make that a lesson that's not only just a life lesson, but how that could be a life lesson that would have biblical, you know, roots kind of driven down into that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like we talk all the time about how this class has the opportunity, like an amazing opportunity to be an influence and an impact in the world. Mm. And the whole reason that we do the things we do and you know, I'll have character as we walk through lines and as we sit in class and as we even go to eat our lunch or sit in recess is because we're being missionaries every day we sing a song and that's be a missionary every yeah. day and they clap along to it and everything but every single day they're looking for different ways to do that. And this was just one of those experiences where they had the chance to be a missionary mm. firsthand to, you know, even high schoolers. I mean, like we've already kind of touched on it, but I feel like a little kid can still be a missionary to an older kid. And Absolutely. I feel like they were, they were missionaries to my heart that whole week. Like uh, there were moments when I got to be honest, I was like, Oh, <laughs> I have to go get more hot chocolate. Cause we ran out or, oh man we're out of cups so I gotta go to the grocery store for the sixth time this week like wow. but it was the kind of thing where it was it was rewarding like all of that stuff was so worth it when you saw the kids excitement and you realized that you were instilling like a joy about serving the lord it wasn't just a hey we're doing this because we're raising money it's like man this is fun to you know to and that to excitement serve the lord.
2: is still lit up up. Yeah. When I was talking to them today about they were still lit up about not only the stuff that they were selling, but why they were selling it. I Missy, mean, how, how important is it that we're instilling these kind of principles like at, at this age, 10, 11 years old, how important is it that, that we start this young with students
0: I'm excited to see where these guys go down the road because no matter what roads they take or what paths they they take, they can always come back to that foundation that Mrs. Highfield is teaching them in fourth grade. I mean, a lot of my sharpest memories I have at the school were in the younger years Mm -hmm. where we did these little projects that happened spontaneously. I mean, I don't know that you went into the school year thinking, I'm going to do this, but it happened and now Gosh darn it! That's going to be a long-lasting impact on their lives. So, I think it's so important. And kind of to um, echo what we were saying earlier about curriculum, I don't think any of us here are is dissing what curriculum can allow for. Sure. But it on paper it's just two-dimensional. When you brought it to life, you made it three D. Now and now it's not just words on a page; it's action. And again, yes. The Lord, you did this, but the Lord chose this moment through you to work through those kids. And now you've influenced not just other families, but our entire school, especially the older kids too. We're really impressed by it.
2: Oh yeah. Uh, In chapel a few weeks ago, I was a little bit amped up about uh, following another, a previous chapel speaker who said that uh, our students who are involved in student ministry, like they need to be the leaders. But I think so often my experience has been people believe that they can't, if they're younger, they can't lead older. Mm -hmm. And you know what? You were Hiroshima on that. Mm -hmm. Your class was Hiroshima. They nuked that idea because those fourth graders are, they are leading, they're leading older students in in crazy ways,
0: they didn't let anyone look down on them because no, they're young. Not but a they bit. They set an example.
2: Not a bit. Well, that's right. And you know what? I don't think that they were deterred. You know, if things were a little bit slow, mm. right? And as I talked to them, not many of them have much inventory left. No. You know, they <laughs> all, they all sold out of of their things. I was so excited about that. So, uh, can you in our final moments here today, can you give us the various ministries that they that they helped support?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, one of the uh, things that they wanted to do, Sam started a lot of the sponsor children kind of sparking that interest. So we had many of the groups do um, sponsor children. And then um, I, I, I really didn't direct them honestly on what they wanted to do. I didn't say you're doing this ministry and you're doing this ministry. I said, go and find somewhere that you feel the lord is leading you to help because i wanted them to get that experience of i need to find a need and i just i there was not a loss of someone saying I mean, I don't, I don't really know. It was Mm kind of like one kid would say something to say, oh yeah, I could do that. Mm -hmm. Or another kid saying something, they're like, yeah, I want to do that. Mm -hmm. And so we had, Love Inc. was sponsored, um, some sponsored children were, the homeless ministry at the NAS was, um, a big one. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I think that was that yeah. was the main three. Um yeah. but it was pretty and like cozy. you said, there
2: was a number of sponsored children. Like it wasn't just one. There was yeah. a, there was a number of different ones there. So. so at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure you guys have final totals now. I was given a figure, but I I want to make sure that it's in the ballpark. What what did you guys end up raising?
1: Yeah, so after like some of the there was a lot of parents that I like I can't speak enough. Good things about because like there were parents that were going every day and buying three dozen roses and we know roses are not cheap so and they they donated those and there was a lot of people willing to do that but they're like I told them you know I I don't want this to feel like you have to spend yeah. money so yeah. some of the people were reimbursed but um the total of that the money they brought in was. Uh, One thousand four hundred thirty-two dollars and eleven cents.
2: Are you kidding me now?
1: <laughs> In five days. In five days. Are you kidding <laughs> That's, me now? Yeah.
2: That yeah. Uh-huh. is amazing.
1: So it was awesome. It was. It was so cool to see how God worked. Every day we pray, God bring us. uh bring us the funds, you know, we're relying on you. And I made that a point with them. Like, this isn't going to happen if we don't pray for it to happen. Like, we need to pray that God brings us business. Because you never know, you know, this is tough times. And like, honestly, the families at LCS did... (laughs) They were amazing, like the preschoolers that would come in and just the moms or dads would just send them checks and say, hey, we'd like these things, but we'd like to donate this. Or like I had a little girl come up to me in third grade and she's a newer student here and she came up to me and said, Mrs. Highfield, it was the last day and there was nothing left. And um, she said, Mrs. Highfield, um, I know that there, there really isn't anything left to buy, but I'd really like you to have this money. And she handed me a wad of cash. And I think it was like $12. Oh, come on. But it was so sweet. Like, it was a genuine, like, I want I to want help. And I don't want anything in return. I just want to help. So it was just neat to see that. And, like, little kids would come around with their coin jars and yeah. say, here's a donation for you. here's, And it would be like 11 cents or 12 cents or something like that. But it was so neat, like, to have them want to do that you yes. know they don't have to do that Right. so a uh, super neat
2: but oh my gosh yeah you know missy as we're wrap up here today we've we've talked about uh uh to god's little g and our uh in our culture today um consumerism and comfort mm-hmm. and i love that these fourth graders have risen up to stand against that yeah. um so, I was joking with some of the guys, and I think your students have no idea what capitalism is, but I was joking around with them about it. And we could, I mean, in our capitalistic society, these guys have championed that for something that is good and positive and will impact and significantly impact, you know, all of these various causes that they came up with. Yeah. I love that you just didn't give them that, that you challenged them to come up with that. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Missy, again, we could, we could talk for hours mm-hmm. on this, but final thoughts on, uh, on I,
0: I I'm less than planning in my head right now. Cause <laughs> I'm, I just started economics with my juniors and seniors and I got some ideas about how we get the fourth graders to be a part of this with them. Actually, I want the juniors and seniors to do a, like a shark tank simulation, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. but they have to propose their business ideas in front of a panel. And I think in front of fourth graders who's going to judge whether or not oh. that's a good business idea is more terrifying than in front of business men <laughs> and women.
2: Sam has to be so, on that panel. Yes, <laughs> just, he has to be I'm, on that panel. Seriously,
0: <laughs> I would love to do that with you. That'd be so fun. But I just want to say, I, I you never seek recognition. You know that this is God mm. who's doing these things. But I want to thank you for modeling uh, humility and leadership by showing these kids Um, how to facilitate an opportunity for the Lord to work. Mm -hmm. And every single thing you've said today always went back to what God did, what Mm -hmm. God did, not just for the fourth graders and not just for those three organizations, but the little third grader who brought the cash and Mm -hmm. the juniors and seniors who are praying for them and the whole school who's rallying behind, the parents, et cetera. I just, I'm very thankful for that example that you're showing us and you do it so quietly and Mm -hmm. so humbly. So I'm glad that Mr. Maven and I have this opportunity to- show it publicly what you've done. Yeah. Thank you.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, I think sometimes uh, I appreciate I appreciate those words, Miss C, because I think sometimes quiet voices like Mrs. Highfields get drowned out by loud voices like Pastor Maven.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's voice gets drowned out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is what I love about LCS, and how many times have we talked about this, that LCS is not one person. Right. LCS and the beauty of this ministry is the totality of the team that is here. And this is what I love. I love that there's not, there's not multiple Mrs. Highfields. There's not multiple Misses. There's not multiple Pastor Mavens. Thank goodness. Like we, <laughs> I'm choosing not to be offended by that. <laughs> but we, like we come together in this amazing melting pot. That God mm. has brought together. Yeah. Mm. And not only as a staff member, um, but as a parent who has children still involved in this ministry. I think it is fantastic. I think it's fantastic that we don't feel the pressure to stay hemmed in uh, with our curriculum. And again, I appreciate you saying like we're not dogging curriculum. Like right. We need curriculum. Mm-hmm. But I think that the outpouring of creativity and the outpouring of ownership um, that, that we are allowed to show here as a parent, I think that's fantastic.
0: And I want to thank you too, Mr. Maven, for... Creativity. I mean, this podcast idea is just so fascinating to me that we can do this and have a platform where we can talk about these things. So yeah. thank you to you, too, for facilitating mm-hmm. that. But and, we can
2: only do that yeah. because we're, we're allowed to do that here. Yeah, right. You know, mm-hmm. I was carrying this equipment in and some of our support staff, they're just looking at the box and they're like, this is so cool. <laughs> I mean, it is cool. Like, we were taking pictures of all the kids with the headphones on today, and it's just, it's it's amazing. Like, something Aww. simple like this. I mean, it, and for us, it's simple, mm-hmm. but the impact that it has. So, for you to turn over, really, your lesson planning to these kids, you know, for a while that is fantastic there is not one student that i talked to today that is not going to remember this for their entire lifetime <laughs> the impact that this that this week had for them raising that it's it's never going to i am 50 years old it seems like every podcast i tell you about how old i am. but i am 50 years old and i still remember my fourth grade teacher mm-hmm. i remember my fourth grade teacher i remember kind things that she did to me and we didn't do Anything as cool as this. <laughs> and I still and I still remember that. Mm-hmm. So these seeds that we're helping to plant, man, these things are going to germinate and they're going to become tall, deep-rooted, solid oak trees that are not going to be pushed over by culture. They're not going to be pushed over by doubt. They're not going to be pushed over by the gods of this age because you guys bathe everything that you do in prayer. Everything that this school is about is bathed in prayer. Everything that this school about comes back to the word of God, which will not go out void. And we have seen that time and time and time again. I'm excited to work for one of these guys one day. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure that I could work for one of these fourth graders. These guys are passionate about what they did. And how cool is that? It seems like the people that get the press are the ones that are lethargic, you know, especially students. So lethargic ones that are out getting in trouble or whatever. Man, this. Like, we have a small platform here to showcase the amazingness of these kids. And you know what? I did not hear any of them talk about, and I appreciate you talking about the humility that Mrs. he has. I got that from the students today, too. Like, they were just talking about how cool it was that they were able to help others. Isn't it any wonder, guys, that Jesus said that childlikeness is something that we need to mm-hmm. we need to chase mm-hmm. after you know and it's this childlikeness, missy that you said time and time again today that uh impacted older students mm-hmm. and is going to continue to mm-hmm. and you want to know why because it was sincere that's right it was sincere and
1: i'll tell you they have already decided on different things that they're still going to do they're not done like we talked about yesterday we had a uh um, reading lesson actually about Justin Lebeau and like he made bikes for people and he did it for like two people. And then he wanted to do it for a a whole foster family. And then he wanted to do it for more. And the kids were challenged by that. Like, Oh yeah, I don't have to be done. And I talked to Sam, he's already got a business plan about buying Bibles for homeless guys. Like that's (laughs) already in his mind. Like this is awesome. But he's like, what's next? What can I do next for the Lord? And I see that in every single one of them. And I'm just so excited because this class, God is going to like, you've already said it, but God's going to use this class in so many ways. And I'm just, I'm just excited to be sitting back in a part of it. Like it's really sweet. They're
2: awesome. Like continue to use, he's already using them. He's going to continue to use this. And, uh, I mean, again, we could keep going, but I love that that Sam is a reflection of his parents mm-hmm. and he, and he mentioned it. So this dude gives a shout out, <laughs> gives a did, shout did we out. Did he call it that? A shout out? No. Did he say, no, he says, said, I think I want I, I wanna, have one more thing to say. Yeah. I want to thank. And then he lists family members who helped him. Ah, oh. Right. Yeah. I'm telling you, we're going to be working for him one day, mm-hmm. man. I wish we had more time today, but, uh, mm-hmm. thank you, Mrs. Highfield for all that you mm-hmm. do, thank you. uh, for, uh, just amazing things. I love walking past your classroom and hearing the kids sing. Um, I love being a part of the elementary chapel and watching them just passionately worship mm-hmm. and passionately do the pledges. And, I love watching them raise their thumbs when they, when they get to the passage in the Bible, like you want to talk about intoxicants here and God's word flipped by elementary kids. That's intoxicating (laughs) to hear them and that we are in a place that, uh, that we're able to do that. So thank you, Ms. Z once again for uh, everything that you do to make this podcast what it is. But most of all, thanks to God that we're in a place that, uh, that we can talk about the things that we do and how we do it. So ladies, I wish you guys have uh, an amazing weekend. Thanks for joining us today.
0: Thank
3: you. you.
2: Do you guys like being at Livingston Christian Schools?
3: Yes, probably my favorite, definitely my favorite school so far. Same. Same. I've transferred a lot.
2: You have? Now, this might not be a very fair question, but since it's just the three of us, what do you guys think of Mrs. Highfield?
3: She's Uh, a very fun teacher, definitely.
2: Very fun teacher? Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to tell Mr. Highfield that.
3: And tell Miss Highfield.
2: I'll tell please. her too. I know that you're in an awesome classroom, and I know that you guys have an awesome teacher. You would agree with that, wouldn't you? Do so you have an awesome teacher? Yeah,
3: definitely.
2: Definitely have an awesome I've teacher. I've
3: only been here for five weeks,
2: but still, you think it's <laughs> you still think Missus Highfield's a pretty awesome teacher, don't you? In five weeks,
3: mm, I'm still debating.
2: You're still debating.
3: <laughs> That's so rude.
2: Wow, we might have to edit that part out, Graham. Hey. 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 Good
3: idea.